How's everybody doing? And welcome back to another episode of the Sixers Standard Podcast. Today, we have a different show for you today. We don't have too much news to go over. We do have the Sixers-Bucks game. Unfortunate one, we're going to talk about how that went down and what needs to be better. Also have some trades. The trade deadline is in five days. We're going to talk about that. A new segment for us. We have a few new segments. We're going to talk about trivia. We're going to have some trivia time. Each of us has three questions. We'll see who does better. And then lastly, we have two new segments that we will discuss at the end. I am Ethan Koppelman, along with my friend Noah Moskowitz. Join with me always. Noah, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing well. Uh, Sixers-Bucks game was definitely disappointing, but we didn't have Embiid. I know you predicted them to win that one. We put it down as a win in the win column. I ended up being right, but uh, I think I'm kind of over it now. So yeah. we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, again, who do we play tonight? The, we play the Kings, the Kings. And we host them. But then tomorrow we have the next one. We go to Golden State to play Mold. But uh, that's a late game. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to play the Kings tonight. Uh, the Bucks game overall, I mean, looking back at it now, very disappointing. You see that, and I'll, I'll go through the scoring breakdown. First quarter, Philly, 25-18. Second quarter, 20-13, to Sixers. You're not scoring that much, but they're not scoring that much either. The third quarter, you start to struggle towards the end, 34-29, Milwaukee. The fourth quarter, they blow us out of the water, 28-19, to Milwaukee, and in overtime, they handle business, 16-12, to Milwaukee. They end up winning by four points. I'm just disappointed. We blew, we blew it. We had 19-point lead, and of course, we blow it. We always blow it. Tobias Harris, that's one of my takes, actually. Tobias Harris, you played such, you played like a scrub. He's not an all-star. I was wrong, and I'm going to accept I was wrong. Tobias Harris is not an all-star. He played like a scrub, like a scrub. He needed to show up against probably one of the best teams in the East, but one of them, I'm not saying they are, Brooklyn is, but he needed to show up. He didn't. He played so bad in the clutch. Like, he was supposed to be a closer. He, like, he was missing every shot. He didn't even hit a shot in the in the clutch. He had zilch. And maybe if he did, we could have won the game. But all, I'm not blaming all of it on him. I'm blaming other players. But I think he was a good reason why we lost the game. Yeah. And then, so, yeah. Sorry, you can continue. So then, what I've noticed throughout... Always playing against Giannis. And I've just, and this guy's improved a lot on his like interior defense, handling the bigger guys better. And that's uh, who I project to be the defensive player of the year, Ben Simmons. He's always been a very good perimeter defender, but he's been working on his interior defending game, like defending like those bigger guys, like the centers even sometimes. But he did. A good job defending Giannis, even though Giannis scored a lot. But most of the points, Simmons was not guarding when Giannis scored. But when Simmons was guarding Giannis, he did a good job. And number three is, you can't ha- you can't put centers on Giannis. He's too quick for them. Like, Dwight Howard, he got, like, exposed by Giannis. Like, Giannis, like, I'm sorry for my swearing, but fuck him. He just sits on the court after he does, like, a mean step back. He literally sits on our court, like, Come on. Just fucking. Yeah. Oh, you can go. So now for my three takes. First of all, I want to address what you said. 
Tobias, I think you're over-exaggerating in a few areas, and I'll tell you why. I don't think Tobias played like a scrub. We can pull up the stats from the game. Uh, Tobias put up 19, shot 8 from 23. I think it was a poor performance from him. He had 9 rebounds as well, which is above his average. He also had 4 assists, and he also had 2 steals. I don't think he played like a scrub. I think he had a he was struggling a little bit offensively. Ben Simmons, I I th- I think you're wrong again here, okay? And I think we can respectfully disagree. I think in the first half Ben Simmons did a great job. If we break it down, in the second half he just he, he just walked all over him. So I think overall he did fine. The second half was horrible. And the third take I couldn't agree with you more. Dwight Howard's too slow to defend Giannis, and I think that's and unfair. so is uh, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, I think you could survive with. I don't think you could survive with Dwight or Tony Bradley. Agree, but I think I don't think uh, you should ever put Joel Embiid on Giannis again because he's too slow for him. Joel was I. I know I don't like to keep going back to this, but the Christmas game we put Joel on Giannis, and I mean the results speak for themselves. It was very. It went over very well. So I think. And then the next two games, uh, we put Joel on Giannis, and that went uh, very very well. Nah. So I think you can put Joel on Giannis. But, uh, yeah. So what are your takes? My three takes of the game. Obviously, number one. We need Embiid to be good teams. You see at the end of the game, you can't get offense. You're going to a Danny Green three off balance with like a minute left in, or – I don't even remember. It wasn't a good shot. Uh, and you look at, like, Shake trying to handle offense. Ben Simmons cannot create offense. So, you know, as you said before, I I think we need Embiid because our offense is give the ball to Embiid in the post. I don't know if that's going to work in the playoffs. I hope it will. But uh, all I know is for now we need that. Yeah, we need a perimeter guy. We need only if we had Jimmy Butler. Only if we resigned him, we wouldn't have an issue. Like this is our biggest issue on the team. We need a per- we need a closer. Yeah, I mean the and only Jimmy- problem is that like, you know, Jimmy Butler doesn't like us. Yeah, it's just we. Uh, he didn't like Brett Brown, and maybe he didn't like Simmons, but they could have possibly worked it out between him and Simmons. But Brett Brown, we should have fired him, and we didn't. We kept Brett Brown over Jimmy. I, th- I think it was more Simmons. I think it was more Brett Brown. Can I tell you something? All right, Do you think tell me. the ownership is in love with Brett Brown? Uh, they were. No, that's wrong. They fired him one year after. They thought he was a fine coach, right? Thought he was a fine coach. If Brett Brown was the issue, they would have fired him. You know why they fired him a year later? He obviously didn't have his job safe and secure. So if Brett Brown was the issue, and they're like, okay, we want Jimmy to come back. Jimmy is amazing. All we have to do is fire our mediocre coach. I think it would have happened. Well, uh, all right, Ellen Brand's a dumbass, so he didn't. No, bro, Ellen Brand's not a dumbass. Ellen yes, Brand, I think, is a smart guy no, who does overspend, okay? I think. Yeah, he overspend on Tobias Harris and now Horford. Here's the thing I don't think he can really control whether a coach gets fired or not. I mean, he could, he has some say. But 
right? What I'm trying to say is that wasn't the main decision because the problem was if Brett Brown was the main problem, he would have gone. The main problem was Simmons. I don't think Butler liked Simmons. I don't think he liked his work ethic. I don't think he liked his personality. So that's why he's it. What do you pick Simmons or Butler right now? Simmons, because he's younger. To be, yeah, to be honest, I would take Simmons. I wouldn't have younger. I think it's a very hard decision to take a guy five years older than him than to take Simmons. I think it's very risky. I would rather do it for Harden. I would not do it for Butler. So that's, yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, but I, I still think Brett Brown was the main issue with such Jimmy Butler fan. I think Simmons was an disagree. issue. I think we can I think we can respectfully disagree, but I could not disagree with that statement more. Okay. Well I disagree with your statement. Okay, you can. Wait, you disagree that we need Embiid to be good teams? Oh no, I disagree that uh that Ben Simmons was the main problem. Oh okay. But I do take. think we need we need good teams. Yeah. But I do agree with your take. Second take, we need a stronger perimeter guard. Shake Milton is fine. Shake Milton is fine off the bench. He's fine as the fifth starter. He's fine as the third starter, if we're talking over Danny Green or even Seth Curry. He is not fine as our main scoring guard. He just isn't. He's not good. He's not good enough. We need a guard. I don't care if it's a guy I'm going to be talking about later. Uh, I don't care if it's... You know, Levine, give, give me give me anybody that can score, right? I mean, and Levine, it doesn't even have to be as good as Levine. Just give me someone that can put the ball, you can put the ball in their hands. I don't like Kyle Lowry. If Kyle Lowry comes here and he's the guy, then he's good enough, right? Yeah, he, will. Need, he is good and It doesn't even have to be that good. I need someone that can get their ball in the hands and can score. We don't have that right now. You see at the end of the game, Shake Milton has to do that. He isn't good enough. Ben Simmons can't do it. He refuses to do it. So we need someone to do it. Seth Curry yeah. does a little bit of it, and I think I'm fine with him doing a little bit of it, but then Seth Curry went down. Yeah. So that's and my Tobias thing. Harris can't do it. To be honest, Tobias Harris was forced into doing it, but I don't like him doing it. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's my thing. Last uh, take. This isn't really anything constructive, but Furkan's a goat, man. I was saying it for a while. We have to be patient with him. We have to be patient with him. He's going to be good. He's going to get hot. He's going to get cold. Look at him now. Would you trade that guy for a second-round pick? Uh, No, I'll trade him for a first-round pick, though. No way. Furkan is a developing protege. Oh, my God. Look at him. I still don't like him. That was a lucky shot. Lucky? Yeah, lucky. He's so clutch. He did it a year ago in Portland and won them the game, and he tied it. He's not a good player. He only he only can shoot, and he's he's Danny Green two I keep saying this: Who develops a new skill when they go to training camp? Oh the my guy God. is Come so on. young. You can you can go to the rim. Okay, I can say that about uh, Matisse Thybul. I can say that about Tyrese Maxey. I can say about Ben Simmons. He's still young. Yeah, I know. So. You're saying you would trade Thibel for a first? I wouldn't. Thibel. Oh, no. I wouldn't trade. I'll trade Furcon. I'll trade Furcon for a first. I wouldn't trade Matisse for a first either because I've I've come to know that Matisse is an extremely valuable gadget player. Like, yeah. What he, what he does on defense. On offense, he's one of the worst offensive players I've ever seen. Defensively, better. you can put him on anybody through the one through three and he'll guard him well. 
Like, yeah. no questions asked. Like, probably like fucking like Jimmy Schittler or Kawhi Leonard. Maybe, maybe not. You, you would probably want to have Ben on Kawhi, but you know, if, if Ben's on the bench and you know, you need him on him for like yeah. five minutes, five, you know, five, five minutes, five you can put him on him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Furkan's very good. I think he's a guy that can develop even more, and I think he's a guy that needs to stay here, but, uh, you know, there's a chance he won't. Now, a time I'm looking forward to, I think that part of this podcast I'm looking forward to most, never mind. Well, yeah, let's actually do the, the part that I'm looking forward to most of the podcast. It is trivia. Yes, sir. Okay. So I have my questions on here. Same. We're gonna, I think the way we're going to do this is I'm going to ask one question and you're going to ask one question. Okay. Okay. I'll go uh, easiest to hardest. Okay. But you remember, you're only asking one, then I'm going to ask one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just, I just got to adjust order. Okay. I'm good now. I'm good now. First question you can ask. Okay. Uh, this is an easy question, but you might not get this. How many points did Joel and B average uh, last year? Wait, I'm supposed to get this precisely? Well, nearer. Okay. H- how much leeway? Just do like the whole number. Do like the whole number. Okay. Don't do can like I get any two guys. points either way? Or like a point and a half either way? Yeah. Okay. So I can get 1.5 points either way. I'm going to say 23. You're absolutely correct. What did he get? 23. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that's so what Google said. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't looking at anything, by the way. Good. Okay. I, I got so I got a good amount of hard questions here. Okay. All right. Okay. Who is the Sixers' second youngest player? I, I this one's multiple choice. Okay. All right. Good. You cannot look. Okay. If like just don't. Uh, look, like. No, I'm not. I'm not cheating. A. Matisse Thybul. B. Furkan Korkmaz. C. Paul Reed. Or D. Isaiah Joe. Oh shit. Uh. I know it's not Matisse, so he's out. I don't. I know it's not Furkan because I think Isaiah Joe is younger than Furkan, so that's an X. But just remember, I'm I'm not, I'm not going to lead you any way. But honestly, I on. feel like he's trying to lead me to Furkan though. Just just remember that when players come into the draft, they can come in older and they can come in younger. Remember that, okay? So some players that you think are, I'm 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 just I'm just throwing it out there because they're all, these okay. are all four young guys, so they they could come into the draft older or younger depending on how long they're on the team. I feel like he's trying to throw me towards Furkan, but I'm just I'm gonna trust my gut. I'm gonna say Isaiah Joe, even correct. though probably Oh, hey, that was correct. Was... One one tie okay. game. Isaiah Joe is correct. He is the second youngest player on the team. That's what I. That's what I thought. I thought you would try to go with Furkan because I always mention how young Furkan is, but you didn't fall for the trap. Isaiah Joe is correct. Yeah. So this is fun. I think. Yeah, this is fun. All right, my question. All right, I'll go. I'm gonna go the easy question. I'll go the. Uh, actually, that question will be last. All right, what year did Elton Brand get hired by the Philadelphia Sixers? Okay. Okay, so hold on. So the Colangelo scandal, I believe, was after the year we I was it was the Bellinelli shot year, the confetti game. Remember that? <laughs> the one where the confetti yeah. thought we lost the game it was hilarious. <laughs> Looking back on it, it was hilarious. I remember watching that. That I believe, if I'm not wrong, was the 17-18 season. So uh, 
you know, you, you can uh, you don't have to say anything. I'm not saying I, anything. So I believe in 2018, that was the same year that Colangelo had that scandal. So I believe Brett Brown did the draft next year. And then the next year for the 18-19 season, right before that was when Brand got hired. So I'm going to say 2018. You are correct. Let's go! And it was uh, September of 2018. Yes. Okay, my next question. And I'm going to let you go three either way, okay? Okay. So, and you'll understand it after. Okay. How do the Sixers rank in attendance for the 2020 2021 season i'll give you three either way okay so you can go three higher three lower so because i know it's a it's a weird question so you can go three either way uh uh so uh 2020 uh this season it's a it's a hard season okay was it right now is it five thousand people sorry what do you say uh, five thousand. No, 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 no. How do they rank it among the NBA? Oh, oh. oh. Like out of thirty teams. Oh, after. All right, hold on. Shit, this is hard. Usually, you, you three either way. Sorry, what did you say? Usually, I'm I'm just making my my okay. my five passes. Usually, it's like one of the top teams because we're a good team and we have very good fans. But uh, that's irrelevant. So, yeah, but it's irrelevant now. Uh, I would say. Since we're still a good team, I'm going to go with number eight. We are 13. That, so that is incorrect because you're more than three off there. Because it, uh, think about it, it doesn't matter how many, how, how good you are. The Houston Rockets are second in attendance. It's about how many fans the, the city lets in. Yeah. Because, you know, if, because they're lower capacity. Fans are going to come. They're going to fill up the stadium. Yeah. Okay, so right now I'm winning two to one. If I get this question right, I win. But we're gonna go on for, uh, anyway. So what's your last question? Right. So uh, this is probably the hardest. So I need a date in the year. When when and uh, the team when did Joel Embiid play his first NBA game, and what day it was, and who was the team that he versed in his debut? Okay, that is way too hard of a question. Can I name the month? You can name the month, but you also have to name what team he played against. Okay, that's fair. The problem is, I don't know the month he played. I remember it was against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'll give you that. That was correct. Okay. He so did play against the, Oklahoma let, City let me, So, the date's too hard, okay? Like, that, that that's something nobody's going to know. But would the month be fair if I can name that? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. And more about the year. We're about the year as well. The year. Okay. So, he was drafted in 2014 which means he missed the 2014-15 season and the 2015-16 season. All right, so the 2014-15 and 15-16. So 16-17 was the year he debuted. I'm pretty sure he didn't... I don't know if he started at the beginning of the year. That's the problem. For some reason, I'm leaning towards January, but I don't know if that's it. So January is your final answer? Hold on. So it was against, so I think the year was, okay, so hold on, 14, 15, 15, 16. It's 16, it's definitely, it's either 2016 or 2017. So if I'm going to guess January, I'm going to guess 2017, January against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Uh, that is incorrect. Okay. You got the year and the month. It was actually October of 2016 that he played the Oklahoma. Thund- okay. Yeah. It was against the Thunder though, right? Yeah. 
Okay. It was against the Thunder. It was, was on the right thought track because I got the right season, but okay, okay. That was a good question. That's a good question. Now this is for the tie. And if we get if we get this, then we can think of uh tie, like a tiebreak question, you know, like all on the spot. Okay. If you get this, remember you tie. So 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 you got lucky there. Okay. So this one this one goes pretty far back. But think okay. But but yep. so just, just think about your Sixers uh, knowledge history. It's not too far back. Okay. Who was the Sixers coach during the 2013 to 2014 season? Oh. It's either between it's between Doug Collins and Brett Brown. It's, ah, this is hard. I don't. I know Coach Collins was in 2010 to the 2011. I believe he got fired at 2012. So I'm going to go with Brett Brown. Correct. Hey. The team is tied. I was trying to throw you off by going so far back. I did not know if you would think that he's been there for so long. But now we're going to think of the tie-breaking question. So uh, I'm going to go through basketball reference. I'm sure you will too. And we're going yeah. to go, uh, yeah. I have my question. Do you want me to ask it? Uh, yes. Okay, this is for the lead. And you're, you remember, I have a chance to tie after. Yeah, so I'm looking for a question. In the 2018-19 season, okay. which, vet, which player did the Sixers sign to a contract who famously defended James Harden and had a brief stint with the Sixers? 2018. Think about it. Oh, I got Corey Brewer. Yes. Corey Brewer, that, that might have been too easy. That, okay. But now you got okay. what's your question? And then we can do another tiger if, if we got this. Okay. Uh hold on. No, that's too easy of a question. Yeah, okay, I'm trying to get it. I gave I just, just to be fair, huh. I give you like a little bit of a Okay. Uh who were the rookie of the year finalists when Joel Embiid was uh was in the conversation for rookie of the year? Who were its finalists? Okay, the finalists. Do do I can I can I name one? Uh, I'll give you one. I'll say I'll give you a hand. One of them was on the Sixers. One of them was on the Sixers for rookie of the year when Joel Embiid. And this is including Joel Embiid, so it was. So you think when Joel Embiid was a rookie, there was another rookie that was battling to get the award? Yeah, and then uh, they both didn't get the award. Okay, so I think I know one of them, but I don't know the one you're hinting at. So I'm going to say Andrew Wiggins. Oh, that is false. It was Dario Saric. No way. No way. It was Sarge, Sarge and Malcolm uh, Bragdon. And Malcolm Bragdon. Uh, I think that was Simmons here. Uh, no, that was it was Mitchell and someone else. Wait, hold on. So it's 2014. No, it's no, it was 20. Oh, because it was 20. No, when MB played. I'm saying 2016, not. 17. Rookie of the year. 
Malcolm Brogdon right. more. Yeah, so it was Dario Saric. Wow, and Brogdon. Okay. Well, Noah, you have won the trivia contest from the Let's go. We will do this again next week. I think this was the most fun I've had in a while on the podcast doing a segment. Would you agree? I definitely. Yeah, I think this was definitely one of the best segments we've had. So we'll probably bring it back next time. Anyway, we'll move to the next segment on the podcast. This time, trade time. Trade time. Trade time. So do you want to go first? Uh, Yeah. Hold on. Alright, so this play, so I just need to share my screen. Oh, it's disabled. Okay, so hold on, let me let you do that. Because this is an interesting one. And like, you don't need to share, you can just read it to me, but hold on, actually, that's probably better. So, and sharing yeah. options, all participants, you can share. Okay, thank you. Alright, so, I'm going to share my screen, here it is. Okay. So this one's kind of like a plot choice. Like, I don't think the Sixers will get Lonzo Ball, but it's something to think about. So, because Lonzo, he's a really good defender, and he's also a really good passer, and he can find guys open. So, Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah? I'm sorry to be rude, okay? But I'm looking at your screen right now, and you're giving them Danny Green in a first. Yes. Lonzo Ball has been so good this season. I I don't think it's <laughs> realistic. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. Lonzo Ball and Wendy Gabriel for Danny Green and a first-round pick. Why would they do that? They're just taking on salary and getting a pick four years down the line from now. Okay, I adjusted it. I also gave them the Knicks, uh, the Knicks second-round pick, which is basically a first. Throw so in Maxi, first- they'll do it. I think... Uh, no, I actually did try for a maxi, but the salaries did not work out. And I had to adjust the salary. Here, let me here, let me help. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to do uh, adjust trade. Yeah. Sorry then about the technical. Go down to the Pelicans roster. Yeah. Scroll, scroll down. I am. Put in, no, no, no. Uh, throw in uh, Willie Hearn Gomez. Okay. To the Sixers, and then throw Maxi to them. Okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was trying to do like a Danny Green, Tyrese Maxi trade, but the salaries yeah, this, did this, not this work. work. I don't know if it will, but tr- no, tr- try it now. Just press try. So I had to. Ad- hey, okay. So for all of you that are not watching because you aren't, the new trade that Noah isn't ripping the Pelicans off with, we get Willie Hern Gomez, <laughs> Lonzo, and Wenyan Gabriel. And we give up the next second, which will be an early second, a 2024 unprotected first, Danny Green, as well as Tyrese Maxey. I think now that is a fair trade. I think the Pelicans would like it because they're yeah. not, they're not get, giving up Lonzo Ball for nothing. They're getting picks and a young guard. So I like that now that you're not ripping off the Pelicans. <laughs> and we got, we got Danny Shitty Green off our uh, contract, and That's we got great. a young player in Lonzo Ball. So I like the trade. And Lazo will is willing to shoot now, so I think he's not really as good as the guy I wanted, but he'll be good. And he's also a really, really good passer, which could find guys open a lot, so that is a good sign. Yeah. And he's also an elite defender. Okay, so my trade is 
a little bit I'm different. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Okay. Okay. So, for my trade, the Sixers need a scoring guard. Now, I'm going to give you – this is uh, not yes. trivia, but just to continue our trivia theme of today's show, I'm going to give you three or four guesses at who this guy could be. Okay. You can start. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, is this Evan Fournier? It is not Evan Fournier. I trade. I I did him next time. Is so it ta- just take that into account. I'm not sure if I would have. Is this Terrence? Is it okay? You sure? I is don't this know. About- Ross? No, it's not Terrence Ross. I did him last time as well. You got two more guesses. It's someone that we uh, haven't discussed as much. Is this Buddy Heald? It is not Buddy Heald, but that's a good guess. You wasted your first two picks on guys that I did last time. That's oh, one more guess. No. We haven't talked about him much. I think he would be perfect. The point guard? Maybe. Wait, it's a point guard? Maybe. All right, George Hill. It is not George Hill. That's another good guess. Go- it is. Oh. I'll, give you, I'll give you two more. Two more guesses. Okay. Uh, shit. Uh, guy. Uh, hold on. Is a Jesus? I'm blanking out. I'll I'll give you a hint. It's a point guard. Uh, it's a point guard. Point guard. They play for it, and he plays for a team that has a lot of point guards on. Now I'm only going to give you one guess because that was a huge hint. Oh shit, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, he would be perfect on our team. Like perfect. perfect. So the trade for Terry Rozier is we're gonna give him Here, show your uh, screen. Uh I can't hold on. The pick did not add that I did, but I, I I think I can just tell you it. So we're gonna give up Danny Green, a top a lottery protected first round pick, a Knicks second round pick, as well as Vincent Portier, and we get Rozier. Hey, yeah, I'll take that. Both sides, they have no need for Rozier. They have two other point guards, Devontae Graham, and of course, LaMelo Ball. So I think this would be a very good trade for both sides. Yeah. Okay, so now that we are done with trades, we have two more things, two more matters that we will have to get done today. First, we will enter the Elton Brand trade of the week. This is awarded to a trade made so bad that um, the Alton brand would almost do it, giving up so much or just a trade that would not help the Sixers. This time, I will share my screen. Okay. I have seen this before. No, you have not seen this. No, I have not. We are giving up Joel Embiid to the Boston Celtics. What fucking clown would do that? For Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, a first-round pick from the Celtics that's going to be like the... Bottom five pick is what's the Celtics first round pick, as well as a second round pick from OKC in 2021. Here's uh, my would question. you add Kemba Walker created this trade? Alan sure, Graham, would you? Good. Sure, I like Marcus Smart. The what about Kemba Walker? But you're giving us good players. Why the fuck do I need Jalen Brown when? You're not going to win a championship with Jalen Brown. Why the fuck do I need Marcus Smart when I'm not going to win a championship with Marcus Smart? Oh, my God. If we were going to get picks, 
then that's fine. We're only getting one first round pick. That's late first round pick. I know you heard that voice crack. And the second, yeah. pick, I don't care about second round picks. Whoever created this trade, you are so, so dumb. Anything else to add to? It maybe would have been a slight better, even though this is a dumbass trade. If you had Kemba Walker and maybe no, five no. more first round picks, then maybe like I'll consider. May, I would maybe consider if you gave me Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Maybe then we can. Then, then if you if you call me on the phone and say Jason Tatum's available for Joel Embiid, maybe there's a chance I won't hang up. Right, but like if you call me, if this if this if Bob, what is his name, Ainge, Danny Ainge calls me with, with this trade, I am literally giving him the middle finger. <laughs> and you can uh, you can report to the media. Yeah. So I think we both agree that that trade is not it. Yeah, dog shit. And now, before we do anything else we need to add at the end, our, the, the, our last new segment of the podcast, the Howie Roseman comment of the week. This comment is awarded to the comment that sounds most like Howie Roseman for being a dumb fuckface. <laughs> I will now share my screen. Credit the Sixers Hot Takes for producing many dumb people in the comment section. Sixers Hot Takes is a very smart guy, but he isn't. This comes from Cooper Bantle. Of course, his name is Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. What's his profile? There he's a rugby player. For pro- probably like a fuckboy. I mean, let's be honest. Like, we'll- <laughs> Whoa. Look at Cooper, man. So, so inspirational. Cooper Bantle says... And this is a response to uh, Sixers Hot Take tweets. Joel Embiid's MRI showed no structural damage to his left knee, just a bone bruise. ACL and meniscus are fine. No exact timeline in our return, but he's expected to miss a couple of weeks. This turned out to be true. He is going to miss a couple of weeks. But Cooper over here, but Cooper over here, decides to say, keep him out until the playoffs. Cooper, let me teach you a lesson. <laughs> there's, there's something called a brain in life. And there's something called stats in life. When you look at the stats, Joel Embiid without... When the Sixers do not have Joel Embiid, they are literally like two and six, okay? They are not good without Joel Embiid. If we don't have Joel Embiid, we're going to be the eighth seed, and then we're going to go out in the first round. So, Cooper, I would like to hear why you would like to keep him out. We're paying him $28 million. He would obviously not like us as much if he doesn't get the play. So what is your reasoning, Cooper? Anything else to add to That's, what uh, the I wonder, comments I've seen? I want to review like the the replies. Okay, so so yes, yeah, so I th- I think that's a good idea. So let's yeah, see is... if, if some people come into sense. Oh, there's six Sixers. Okay, there, there there's the hero Sixers hot takes. You know, I mean, he, look, I mean, look look at Cooper, man. He's he's literally getting uh, ratioed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's like barely avoiding a ratio. Let's see if he liked his own comment. Did, did Cooper like his own comment? Okay, he at least he didn't like his own comment. That that would have made me hate Cooper more. But okay, keep my, that's half the season. LOL. Couldn't agree more. I'm not taking any chances. Oh my God. What the fuck does that mean? There's a chance that if you don't rest him a while, he'll go into the playoffs and he'll average ten points a game, and Dwight Howard will have to start because he's better than Joel Embiid. What are you talking about? Okay. Gamble says, I want that MVP award, which is a bad argument because that's not why you play your best player, but, you know, at least he's disagreeing. No, I want that MVP award. Okay. Uh, Okay. 
I want that finals. I mean, the whole thing is I would have wanted a better whole comment section brawl, but uh, <laughs> it's just Cooperman. Harry Roseman would do the same thing, though. Yes, that that's why it is called the Howie Roseman comment of the week. That is something Howie Roseman would do, uh, drafting like that. Anything else you would like to talk about before we end the podcast? Any other spontaneous um, segments that we would no, like? I just want to shout out uh, Nova Nation uh, for winning their game. I hope they uh, win March Madness, which they won't, but I, I don't know. I just hope my bracket doesn't get any more screwed up. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Villanova has one, and we can look at what their games are. And I do want to look at the schedule for the Sixers after and what's coming up. But Villanova play, played the Wind Hoop Eagles, and they beat them tomorrow at 8.45. They're playing North Texas, which will hopefully be a good matchup because North Texas is horrible. It's ass. But uh, if we can beat North Texas and we go to the third round, this is tomorrow at 8.45 p.m. I think yes, Villanova could hypothetically, if they win here, they're not going to play Purdue in the third, or, or they're going to play them in the second round. I don't know. But if we win this game, I think we could potentially make it far. Potentially. Well, yeah, because, and we are, we say potentially because we know that Jay Ray is one hell of a coach and he has made Villanova teams go far. Like, in 2016, we weren't projected to win, and we won the whole thing against yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, and I think uh, the, t- the team is going to don't fight. Don't sleep on Nova. Don't sleep on Nova because they're a good team. They have always been a good team in this March Madness. Yeah. So is that it for the show? Uh, Yes, sir. Well, thank you guys for watching another episode of the Sixer Standard Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our new segments on the show today. It's been Ethan Koppelman, Noah Mofsowitz. We'll see you guys next time. See you.